Hey, it's a great day at the Academy of Scholars, and this is episode 31 of Scholarly Speaking Live with Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson. This show originally aired live on the Academy of Scholars Facebook page and YouTube channel on Thursday, December 9th, 2021. The podcast was recorded on the day the country of Sweden celebrated Gingerbread Day in 2021. Enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by the Academy of Scholars. Are you searching for a school for age four through sixth grade? Then check out the Academy of Scholars. Based in metropolitan Atlanta, Georgia, this exceptional private Christian school is where great education happens in both its in-person and premier online learning programs. Go to academyofscholars.com and join our virtual tour and open house today to see the in-person or online school you've been looking for. It's a great day at the Academy of Scholars. Welcome to another episode of Scholarly Speaking Live with Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson, the Director of Student Success at the Academy of Scholars. I'm Benny Crane, Jr., the Assistant Director of Student Success. Today's topic will discuss how to help your child cope with stress and anxiety. Thank you for joining us for today's live session. No matter where you're joining us from, whether you're at work or at home, we pray that you're having a great AOS day and hope that you can visit us here on campus someday soon. So the last time we met, we debunked the theory about the only child syndrome. Yes. There's nothing wrong with your only child. <laughs> this week, we're exploring how to help your child cope with stress and anxiety. But before we can get started, Benny, where can our viewers watch today's live session once it's over? Everything from this show ends up on our website, academyofscholars.com including both the audio and video versions. You can always find the video version on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Instagram. If you love podcasts, you can download the audio versions anywhere you download your favorite podcast. We want to take this opportunity to say hello to the people who are joining us live today. Also, shout out to all those people who follow us on our social media platforms. We appreciate you joining us. Now do us a favor, tell your friends we're on. All you have to do is hit that share button right there. Comment and tell us about your experience with stress and anxiety as a child. How did your parents handle it? How does your child handle stress and anxiety? Do you have strategies to deal with your children's stresses and anxieties? Tell us, we want to know. So Benny, I know it's hard for some parents to understand what we mean when we say that their child may be stressed because when I was growing up, the term didn't exist <laughs> as it related to children. Old school parenting, right? Yes. As far as my mother was concerned, God rest her soul, the only person who could and should be stressed in her house was the one who was working, paying the bills, buying our food, and keeping our roof over our heads. And that was her. <laughs> and honestly, that was the mindset that I had with my own kids. Sorry, kiddos. But again, as we explore a different way of parenting and we're exposed to more information, I'm learning a lot. Now, Stacey, you're my big sis because you're older than me, right? Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> basically, basically, we're the same age. Yes. But whereas your children are grown and have children of their own, mm -hmm. I have the benefit of having kids late enough that I've been exposed to information that helps me with my decision making as a parent. Right. And if there's one thing that I will give myself credit for as a parent is I didn't let how my parents raised me deter me from seeing the positivity of what my mother refers to as raising kids by the book. Mm -hmm. And my parents are wonderful. <laughs> Shout out to my wonderful parents. You are awesome but they just didn't consider, know, or have access to much of what we do now. That's true. So I guess 
the difference between old school parenting and new school parenting is access to information. Yes, right? yes. Okay, that's what we'll say. <laughs> well, first, let's talk about what is stress and anxiety. Stress <laughs> is the body's way of reacting to fight or flight situations. When we stress, our body reacts normally. Our hearts beat faster, we sweat a lot, we have mental blocks, or we shut down. That's considered flight. Now, when we tackle and overcome the situation, that's called fight. Anxiety, according to a publication by Yale Medicine, are fears and worries that may interfere with a child's everyday life. Stress and anxiety are not the same, okay? Both are normal human emotions that serve important functions such as protecting people and motivating them to solve problems. Stress and anxiety are some of the most primitive emotions that we have as human beings. Stacy talked about stress, for example, being how your body reacts to fight or flight situations. You've got to imagine that thousands of years ago when we were in caves and in the bush, <laughs> that these types of emotions were necessary for our survival. And yes, they affect your children as much as they do you. Now, common types of anxiety that children have are separation anxiety, social anxiety, or generalized anxiety disorder. Now, stress may be a response to a negative change in a child's life. Some things that may cause stress in children, and there are lots of things, but here's just a few, are worrying about schoolwork or grades, problems with friends at school, bullying, peer pressure, moving or changing schools, dealing with homelessness, going through body changes for both boys and girls, divorce or separation, especially when the parents involve their children, living in an unsafe home or neighborhood, and knowing about parents' financial problems. Some stress can be good, just a small amount. It can pump us up and motivate us to take on the challenge. When faced with a challenge, many kids might feel stressed, but most figure out how to conquer that challenge. On the other hand, if they're overwhelmed by the challenge or they don't know how to cope, stress impacts them negatively to the point where they just can't do their best. If they don't know how to cope, excessive stress can affect the way a child acts, thinks, and feels. Sometimes adults can be dismissive of children's stress and anxiety. Like they're nothing and that a child should not feel stressed or anxious. Mm -hmm. That's why we use use of euphemisms with children like pressure turns coal into diamonds, or even pressure bursts pipes. I had to take my son to the doctor this week, and he was super anxious about whether or not the doctor would draw blood. Ooh. They end up having to, and he was almost inconsolable. I understand. <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> but what we had to avoid was saying, you shouldn't be worried about it, son, or mm -hmm. son, be a man, or that needles don't hurt. Now, one, that's dismissing their feelings. And two, it's just not true. Needles right. do hurt. <laughs> now, I think as a society, we are particularly hard on boys about stress and anxiety. Maybe someday, Stacey, we can talk about the scourge of hypermasculinity. Mm. But your children can and do feel stress and anxiety. It's natural and okay. That's true. So, parents, how can you tell if your child is stressed or anxious? Elementary age children may start to regret. They may lose the ability to perform a skill that they had once mastered, such as bedwetting, school routines, or nighttime routines. And they may experience nightmares or night terrors and want to get in your bed. <laughs> Children experiencing stress may also have a sudden dramatic change in how much effort they put into their schoolwork or extracurricular activities. They may even try to avoid school. They may become moody or careless, stop doing their chores. They may have disruptive behavior both at school and at home. They may act younger than their age. They may withdraw or have outbursts. 
They may isolate themselves from family and friends, have trouble sleeping. They may not eat much or eat too much, and they may have trouble concentrating. Keep in mind that stress and anxiety, again, are not the same, but chronic stress can lead to anxiety. These are signs our parents saw flaws in us, Stacey, yeah, that's rather than possible symptoms or something larger, such as stress and anxiety. And some parents are still seeing it that way because that's how these things were related to them. That's true. But now you have the information. Yes. So what can parents do to prevent stress from turning into anxiety? First, parents can recognize the signs that I previously mentioned, looking for changes in your child's behavior. Second, parents should boost their child emotionally. Celebrate small victories to help them experience success and build your child's feelings of self-worth. Use encouragement and love on them. Provide a safe, secure, and dependable home. Third, parents talk to your children and listen without judgment. Ask them about their feelings using open-ended questions such as, I'm noticing that you're crying when it's time to go to school. Help me understand. Or you can ask, what do you think you need right now? This encourages your child to be a problem solver. Keep talking and listening and encourage your child to speak up when feeling overwhelmed. When you go for a walk, get them to tell you what they notice, what they see, what they hear, and what they feel. And guess what? This is good for all ages. Fourth, parents, engage your children in family activities like movie nights, game nights, and family dinners. Doing activities with the family can help relieve or prevent stress. Make sure they unplug and you do the same during these activities so that they can relax and not be caught up in social media and texting. Yes, and in many of our scholarly speaking subjects, Stacey, we have this reoccurring theme when it comes to helping children, and that's parents spending time with their children, mm -hmm. intentionally talking and listening to them. Making a habit of spending quality time with your children will help you recognize when they may be stressed or anxious, and better yet, create an avenue for mm -hmm. your children mm -hmm. to come to you to help them work through their stress and anxiety. Absolutely. Fifth, parents can be a role model for your children by managing your own stress in a healthy way. The way that you respond to stress will inform your child on how they should respond to stress. You can explicitly teach your children ways to cope, role play to help your child get comfortable with stressful situations. Give them a heads up regarding any sudden changes that may be coming up, such as a change in school or a move from the neighborhood, and talk through ways to prepare. Monitor what your child watches on TV. That is big. Some programs like the news can produce fears and anxiety. I remember early on in the pandemic, mm -hmm. I had to turn off CNN and oh. MSNBC because Ooh. I didn't want my kids fearing that we had reached the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. uh, now, be conscious of what your children are seeing and hearing in general with television, social media, the internet, and movies. Yeah. Now, a couple years ago, kids were stressed and anxious about this Momo character that Momo. had been cir yes, circling on the internet. And now, as an adult, like Momo just looked like a cartoon character to me, but it was keeping kids up at night. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that one. I didn't, I've never heard of Momo. Six, encourage good health. Physical activity, eating right, and getting plenty of rest can help your child deal with stress. Help your child find balance by getting him or her involved in extracurricular activities. Slowly, not all at once. Don't overwhelm them with extracurricular activities. Finally, if a traumatic event happens, talk to your child. Reassure them that they're safe. This can help validate your child's feelings and provide comfort during a confusing or fearful time.
Talk, talk, talk to your kids. I've heard so many times people say, children are resilient, mm -hmm. and they are. But that doesn't mean that things that happen to them don't affect them and won't continue to if you don't address them. That's right. If you see a drastic change in your child and stress is leading to severe and intense anxiety, and the anxiety is interfering with your child's ability to engage in normal age-appropriate activities, it's time to intervene by seeking professional help. Yes. Talk to your child's pediatrician who can recommend a specialist. Well, what do you think? How do you think you can help your child cope with stress? Are you able to recognize the warning signs? Did you learn something from today's episode? Comment and let us know your thoughts on today's topic. If you're looking for more information to help your child cope with stress and anxiety, go to our website, academyofscholars.com slash scholarly speaking resources. In the meantime, we suggest you check out the book, Why Smart Kids Worry and What Parents Can Do to Help by Allison Edwards. This wonderful book gives parents 15 specially designed tools to help children deal with stress and anxiety. It also gives great insight on how smart kids like yours Think differently. The root of children's anxiety and how to overcome it mm -hmm. and advice on how to answer tough questions about things like COVID, terrorists, hurricanes, and other scary subjects. And remember, no matter where you live in the world, you can give your child access to an exceptional Christian affordable education with the Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning. Not only does the Academy of Scholars give your child the opportunity to engage in school at their own pace, but we also provide a comprehensive curriculum, one that will have your child excited about school each day. The Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning is the online school you've been looking for. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's live session. To learn more about our amazing school, the Academy of Scholars, please go to our website at academyofscholars.com. Join us next week as we continue our live discussions. Next week, we'll be talking about how to identify your child's strengths. Until next time, I am Dr. Stacey Lambert-Johnson. And I'm Benny Crane, Jr. Saying goodbye, goodbye and be blessed. The Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning Program is the online school that's the right fit for your child. Not only does the Academy of Scholars give your child the opportunity to engage in school at their own pace, but we also provide a comprehensive curriculum that includes classes like coding, giving your child the opportunity to take classes they will love. The Academy of Scholars Premier Online Learning is the online school you've been looking for.